Welcome to the Wisconsin Wrestler Podcast with your co-hosts Teague Fenwick and Steve Lurkwood. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Wisconsin Wrestler Podcast, powered by a WI Wrestle. I'm your host, Teague Fenwick, coming to you from Holman. Joining me, as always, from Fort Atkinson, my co-host, Steve Lurkwin. Steve, great to be here. Hey, pumped to be here, Teague. Crazy, man, how fast the season's going. It's uh, it's pre-last week before, uh, I call it conference postseason, even though it's not officially, but every, everything to me in February is postseason, and uh, so to, to if, if that's the, if that's the uh, measurement, Teague, it's the last week of the regular season. Right, and what a way for some of these teams that we'll be talking about tonight to finish off their regular season. To call it a tune-up for conference and postseason might be an understatement. But, Steve, let's let's jump right into it here. Got some small talk things first, but we'll introduce our guest of honor for the evening. Recurring guest status times at three now, I believe. So, it Getting up there, coach. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, it's yeah. Three times might just be the best coaching accomplishment. Being on the podcast this many times, though well, some people really that, hold that milestone high. But <laughs> yeah, we are pumped to have him on. He is a fellow wrestling nerd, just like ourselves. Coach of the Hortonville Polar Bears, writer of the Pulaski Invite Preview every year. Real modern day Shakespeare, I must say. Talk about none other than Chris Genrick. Chris, pumped to have you on again, man. Hey, always excited to be on. Always, always really nervous. Uh, every time I have to come on here, I respect what you guys do more all the time. So, uh, yeah. So hopefully, I can kind of live up to uh, um, your expectations. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Chris, if it makes you feel better, I'm also nervous at the start of every show. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, it's going to be... I can, tell the, I can tell the kids before they compete, if you're not a little nervous, something is wrong. It means it doesn't mean much to you, right? Exactly, 100%. And Steve, you have muted yourself. So <laughs> 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 Starting off, we're just getting the technical difficulty out of the way right away. So we'll have Steve hop on in just a moment. Got a couple things for Steve before we get going, but Chris, congratulations. Your son, Keegan, and not only a state champion in Wisconsin wrestling history, but now an LFA champion in mixed martial arts. How was that feeling, man? Um, that was, that was an amazing feeling. That was a special night. Um, you know, just in, in some of the things he said in his interview, um, it's been a 25 year journey. He just turned 30. He started wrestling when he was four or five. And I've just constantly been building on that. And, you know, he's like, finally, it feels like all the hard work and everything um, has come to fruition. And ultimately, you know, it, it's a great goal. It's a great accomplishment. Um, but, you know, now the waiting game, we're waiting for that call up one level higher to uh, hopefully get a UFC contract. So we'll see. Steve, now that you're back on, uh, we just talked about Keegan's LFA championship and Chris, congratulations. You showed me some of the photos. I think it was a flying knee that got captured in motion, which I never never threw one of those in his life. And he decides to throw one in the first round of a a championship fight. (laughs) (laughs) You you love to see it guys. It's, it's been a fun day for radio in general. I got to say the WI wrestle podcast this morning, they had talked about that coach Bono on, but then they had been asking on to talk about eighth graders spending a second year in eighth grade, which we're not going to get into on the show. We got, we got 
Pulaski invite to talk, of course, but I got to say, those guys kill it when it comes to talking topics like that and then even having someone like Ben on to talk about it. I'm I'm just human Switzerland where I will find a way to somehow be 50-50 on a subject or if I do have an opinion, I'll, I'll, I'll walk very carefully with that. So we are not the show for that. If you like those conversations, check out WI Wrestle from this morning, but Coach, you're not the only CG in the world of wrestling to be on a radio show tonight. Hayward Northwood coach Kurt Gerber was on a Hayward radio station. I listened to that. It was about a 30-minute interview talking about his team this year, and the guy was absolutely pumped. Uh, Kurt has a lot of good things going on with his team this year. They were just down in Muskego, and that was a really fun listen to have on. So. I think, I don't know if you can go back and listen to that, but Kurt's doing great things up there in Hayward Northwood. Yep. I'll see if I can find it. It's on, uh, it was on 92.3, which it means a lot of different things, a lot of different areas. So maybe I'll, sh- I'll share the post on Facebook oh, so you perfect. can see it, but hundred win folks. If you're tuning in tonight to hear about your kid's hundredth win, we do that on the weekly recaps. Cause I'm sure not everyone's tuned in to this specific show thinking that they'll hear that. So we will be talking about that on Sunday or Monday. But Chris, let's get into the Pulaski invite this year. Where does this rank? This just looks like a very tough field. I guess my first question for you is, what's the toughest Pulaski invite you've been a part of? And I think we talked about it last year, but where would you say this ranks among the Pulaski invites that you guys have been attending? As far as overall number of ranked ranked wrestlers, it needs to be up there. Um, you know, it's very talented, very deep. Um, but, uh, I, I think, and maybe it's just me having selective memory because, you know, Keegan's years, of wrestling, um, you know, probably stick in my mind a little bit more. I think the, uh, 2000 would have been the 2012 field was probably, it's probably the toughest one. I remember you've got all the, the, uh, most of the current teams in there that are there now, uh, Wasa West was still at the top of, of uh, their heyday. They were there uh, for a couple of years. Merrill, who was very, very tough back then, um, they were they were they were there. Um, you had the O'Connell Falls teams back then um, that were running neck and neck with um, Luxembourg Casco. I believe a year or two, I think they advanced ahead of Luxembourg Casco with a team state in that era and maybe even won a state title. So this is up there. The, the talent pool is high. Um um, so it's definitely up there with, with, with one of the best. Well, I'm excited to hear about the field of this year, and maybe I might catch myself. You sent me a document one time, I think, about how all the kids ended up doing from that 2012 year that were Pulaski Place winners, and that was pretty yeah. impressive. So I might need to dig that up and, I, and, I, and check I, that out I probably out still again. have it. I don't throw anything away, so I'd probably shoot you another <laughs> copy of it. <laughs> well, my, Chris, my colleagues laugh at me. I've got 30,000 emails in my... Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's true. Cause I'm like, Oh, I might, I might need to find that someday. Good luck. <laughs> oh, real quick before jumping into the tournament team gear tonight, Steve. Oh yeah. Go got ahead. Some got some Melman, a GET a Titan gear. So basically have all the local schools, not all the local schools, but a lot of them covered around me. You will not catch me wearing this in Holman high school, but <laughs> it was cool to get it from them and coach at Pete Peterson. Steve, what do you have on tonight? Yeah, well, I got to preface mine a little bit. Uh, I want my uh, folks that bleed blue, my Wrightstown fans, don't kick me out of the town 
don't go egging my parents' house. You know, Fran just got a new hip, so he can't be chasing after anybody. Don't be ticked. And this does say wrestling, all right? So I just want to preface that with a, before I show everybody what I'm wearing. But I am, Teague, who did we get this from again? Was it Barb? Barb, mm-hmm. sweetest lady ever, and that's why I'm wearing it. It says Aquinas Wrestling on it. So, right, some fans, don't get ticked off at me. But th- I tell you what, Teague, this is a pretty sweet sweatshirt. I, I wear it quite a bit. We're working out. We're doing a lot of different things. But uh, I'll quick get the camera off so that uh, I don't get booed. Luckily, I won't be going back to my parents' house for a couple months, so I'll be able to return. Hopefully, everybody forgets. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and I did, I did balance it out, everybody. I have underneath here. I got my rights uh, down, my rights down reference shirt on. So there we go, everybody. All is good. All is good. You're you're <laughs> a man of good conscience, Steve. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh. Chris, team wise this year, I know they usually keep it at 16, 17 teams because it's a lot of full teams. You go bigger than that, you might yeah. end up with some pigtails. But any new right. teams entering the fray this year? Um, I believe Crandon is the only new team on there this year. They were scheduled to come uh, last year when I did the uh, preview article. I had included them in there, and I'm not sure for whatever reason um, they didn't attend. I don't know, but uh, from I haven't heard anything to the contrary, so I believe we'll be at 17 teams, um, and Crandon will, will be there this year. You know, they they bring in as we go through here. You know, see, they have they have had a nice little team up there. They've got some real studs that that can wrestle, and I've I, we've seen them at on the water, and I've kind of been following uh, their season. And um, you know, they've got a handful of hammers. Yeah, they have one guy at 150 wins and three at 100 wins. So yeah. I think it, it's safe to say it'll be a, it'll be fun to see them competing here at Pulaski this upcoming weekend. So that's what we got team wise. Chris, we'll jump into the in individual stuff here, folks. Steve does have to be out by eight, so we're going to let Chris carry the show. Of course, we're going to have our our mediocre takes here thrown in every <laughs> once in a while as well. But Chris, we'll just run with it. You can you can get started. Do you want to start at one hundred six? Do you want to do a random draw for a weight class or what? Since I've got my article here right next to. Uh split screen here let's go at 106 and i can can kind of follow it on the way down here and and there you uh, go see how it goes i was gonna say i got the weight wheel pulled up so it just <laughs> we'll we'll exit out of that we'll save that for as i always time. say when the officials fan out the cards in front of me i'm like they all say 106 on it right because we can never right. see what yeah right so <laughs> and they always laugh no <laughs> steve would love if they, if they had all the cards at 106 yeah, I'm, see, I'm old school at that. I see, start 106 every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, 106 pounds. The floor is yours. All right. Hey, j- just looking at, um, you know, you look at the returning uh, wrestlers here that placed at the invite. Um, there, there's two guys at the weight class, um, Jandron from um, Luxembourg-Casco and Owens from Coleman. Um, Jandron was first last year at 106 and Owens placed sixth. Um, Jandron comes in as a returning state place winner as well, um, taking fifth. And so if you look at that, you, you may say Jandron is, he might, he might be your guy that, that is out in front as one of your, uh, lead horses there. Um, but the young man is Hamill from Bayport. Um, he's having a, a heck of a year. Um, you know, he has a, a very close four to two win already, um, over Jandron, which, you know, it, it, slim, slim margin of victory. So those could be easily be. Um, you know, flip flopped and turned around, but so he's definitely going to be in the mix. Yeah, and you know, Mickey from from Kakana, 
um, and not having a great season. He really hasn't wrestled anybody in this bracket, but we know the type of schedule, and I'll probably refer to that quite often that those guys go through. So, you know, pretty uh, he'll be in the mix too. It's it's a very solid, a very solid competitive weight class, and um, you know whoever whoever comes out standing on top with with that field, um, they wrestle a pretty good tournament. I give a shout out to Mr. Thomas Haley from West Appear, potentially in this field. Coach Chris Gallegos had him on a couple of years ago, and what he's done with that West Appear program has been awesome. I think I just saw on Facebook today or yesterday he just celebrated his first or second year anniversary with his wife, I believe. And sounds right. Th- that just says something that if it, you if you want to show your wife that you are committed for life and you're a wrestling coach, get married in January. That's that is true love right there. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with that, Teague. That was good. Hey, time for a funny story here, kind of related to that. So last Thursday we're off. We didn't have a dual meet, right? So I realized um, Nina and Oshkosh West are dueling in Nina, which should be a pretty competitive dual meet. I wanted to go see. So right before practice, I send my wife a text. Hey, want to go out on a date tonight? She comes back and says, Oh, absolutely. She goes, where? I said, well, I thought we'd head to Nina to watch a duel meet. She goes, all right, I'm all in. So I announced that to my wrestlers. And I'll kind of, ah, all right. And, you know, so they, yeah. you know, I always tell them, you know, you know, you married the right person when uh, you're date night and they don't complain about having to go to a wrestling match. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you take her out to eat beforehand? That's the, that's the key. Um, as we're driving there, she says, they'll have hot dogs at the concession stand so I can get something to eat. Right. I said, absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> you, can eat, you can even have two. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Mrs. I, didn't, I didn't make her pay <laughs> yeah. Ch- chivalry isn't dead folks <laughs> yeah and also since these weights aren't set in stone guys could be moving steve and i will not be making picks for this one maybe uh, depending on when the pre-seeds come out we could see them come out later this week speaking of picks i beat steve in the highlander seven to six which Great for ah. us. We only missed one. It was at 138. But Crap. yeah, really rebounded well for my Northern Badger performance to end yeah, last good. year. Well, I didn't do well at the cheese head. Hey, hold on. 106 Teague, real got it. My, hey, the first and last kid that ever, young man, who uh, whoever's going to buy me Dippin' Dots, Braden Hamill. Little shout out to him at Buy State. Appreciate it. No more Dippin' Dots for me ever, though. All right. <laughs> Just 113 for, pounds. Forward them to me. 113. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, again, you know, I write this up and, and, you know, I may say these are the favorite, blah, blah. But as as we talked off air, I'm just trying to create, you know, some excitement and create some banter between fans. So, you know, in no way or shape or form does this really kind of express what my opinions or opinions or viewpoints are. Just kind of throw some out there with some that from a person who's looked at the head to heads and, and knows the guys a little bit. So at 113, um, you know, you're looking at at. Five uh, quality guys right there. Um, I think it's kind of kind of wide open there. Um, with my research, I didn't find, and I you know I'm not uh, uh, perfect by any means. I may have missed some, but I don't see any head to head matches between any of these guys from from what I've looked at. So you know this one this one could be interesting uh, to see see unfold. Um, you know you look at it, um, Ganter from O'Connell Falls. The only returning placer from last year. He was the only returning state qualifier here. So based on that, you might think, um, you know, he, he's the guy that might come out on top. Uh, D. Piazza from Kakana, 
uh, very talented freshman. Uh, he's he's a good wrestler. He's going to certainly be in the mix. Um, Aiden Peters, right? He and another very talented freshman um, that's do, doing very very well. You know, you see Blahoyak from from Casco and Owens from Coleman in there as well. So you know, it's it's hard to see who the the real you know uh, favorite is there. I mean, you probably say you know go with Gantner because he's he's got the invite medal and he's got the state qualification with it, but. Um, you know, whoever comes and, and gets after it and comes with the right mindset. Uh, you know, this one's, I think, wide open, not only for the top spot of the podium, but for any of the guys not listed in the right up there to, to come in, uh, have a good day, get hot at the right time. They can find themselves anywhere on that top eight podium, too. Yeah, a lot of young talent here at 113 pounds. Went on to 120 pounds. Wow. What yeah. a gauntlet. <laughs> Yeah, you know, as my opening line is there, you know, in the in the write up, you've got uh, one. What is there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five uh, quality guys listed there. Three of them returning uh, invite place winners, and four of them state qualifiers with a state medalist. So, how do you go about dissecting this one? That's going to be crazy. It's going to be loaded. It's going to be a really fun one um, to to watch. Um, you know, Magulski runner up here last year to to you know my guy who went on to be a state champion and throw a little plug in there for a polar bear um <laughs> Wathke is is very very tough um where he shakes out i'm not i'm not sure um just trying to look at some things here uh newbert right he um he's got wins over the over um Wathke, so you know, it, it's going to be a dogfight between those between those um, wrestlers there. Um, you know, I, I I'm thinking, you know, Wathke might 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 be the guy, but again, um, I've seen Magulski wrestle a lot, and he he always surprises me. He's he's a lot tougher um, once he gets on the mat than, than you kind of expect, and he he gets after it and wrestles hard. And you know, too, you got to go with uh, uh, Jenkins Jenkins coming from Kakana. You know, he's battle tested. And uh, you know, Russell a good schedule. And let's not forget about the lone D three guy in there. Um, you know, he's a state qualifier last year, and we kind of mentioned about that program earlier when we were talking about teams. Um, that's a team on the rise. So you know he's got lots of competition and hammers to practice with every night in the practice room. So don't be surprised if he sneaks up on on some of these guys and finds him, himself up near the top. Yeah, if seed shake out the way I think they could, a potential quarterfinal between Jenkins and a doing from Crandon. Is just crazy to think about in a 17 team tournament. And do you yes. know, does Pulaski, do they wrestle back to third on the consolation side or how does yes. it work? Yes, they do. So that's a lot of fun consolation action that folks will Absolutely. be treated to as well. I've yep. heard Pulaski is a pretty efficient tournament, isn't it? I know it's hard to top the TKO in terms of time efficiency, but Pulaski is yeah. a tournament that gets done fairly early, right? Yeah, they they crush right through it. They they crank it out. I want to think, and don't hold me this. I want to think we were leaving there, and they were rolling up mats six o'clock last year. Wow, if if not even a little bit before, but yeah. Um, and every year it, it seems to. I can remember uh, earlier on when I started going. Um, it got to be a little bit longer. Uh, sure. Love them. They had always have their drum, their drum corps come in and and, and play um, before the finals. Um, which I loved. They kind of they've moved that more to the beginning of the tournament while things are still getting set up to run. So that's shaved some time out of it. So mm -hmm. yeah, they're very efficient. They get you in and out, and you see a lot of good wrestling. 
126 pounds. All right. Um, you look at this. Um, Schlumpf, is that how you say his last name? I'm sorry, guys. I'm terrible yep. with names. So wrestlers, parents, if you're out there, you know, don't hate me. I'm doing my best. Um, fourth at the invite and fourth at the state tournament. You know, we always talk about in past write-ups if, you know, if you can place at the Pulaski Invite, you can place down in Madison, and, and you're definitely going to see this as you go through um, and look at the preview that that's definitely the case. Um, so he, he's going to be a very difficult out at that weight class. Um, Boswick from Casco, right, a uh, fifth at the Invite last year and comes back with the state medal. You've got uh, Maddle from Crandon. Right, a qualifier again. The Cranon wasn't there last year, so you can't really look at the invite place winner um, there because they didn't compete. You know, and uh, you know my guy Tristan Ellerman. Um, you know, he's tough. I I think any of those guys I just mentioned really has an excellent shot um, to win to win that weight class. So um, that that'll, that'll be a battle. There'll be some good wrestling going on with with those guys. It's funny to see so many Bay ports at the lower weights. Reminds me of the battle on the Bay preview where I think. Of the first six weight classes, we picked Bayport guys and five of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, one or the other did. <laughs> yeah. All right, 132 pounds. Another one when you look at and you're like, oh, my, right? There's uh, six wrestlers that I've got listed in the preview there. Again, five of them placed last year. Four of them have state tournament experience. Uh, one's a state champ, you know, one placing third. Um, so this is another deep weight class where um, whoever comes out on top will have had to wrestle a, a really good tournament. You know, I think you look at Peters being a state champ, it, it's kind of hard not to think, um, you know, he's going to make a deep run and, and whoever goes uh, to the top spot on the podium, is, it's going to have to run through him. Um, Tom Zavek from Freedom is also, um, I'm always impressed every time I see him wrestle. He He's tough. He's physical. He's definitely a tough out in any tournament. So he's going to be um, a force to be reckoned with. Reckoned with um, Blakely, the Casco kid, runner-up last year in third at the state tournament. Um, so, you know, he'll be right at the end. And kind of alluding to what you said at the last weight class, seeding is going to be important here, right? Who's who's going to get uh, the, the three seed and not the four seed to be on the opposite side uh, of Peters? Um, so th- that'll be a highly contested spot that people are going to want, um, you know, you can never, no matter the record, no matter um, past performances, the guys from Pulaski in their home gym, I, I've been going to this tournament for years now, you can never count them out. They have some type of Pulaski magic when they wrestle in their own invite. They seem like they're twice as tough as they ever were at any other point in time in the season. Um, you know, so Noy in there, he'll be a factor without, without a doubt. Um, he'll have the home crowd behind him, and they always uh, come in and show up for their home crowd. Botting, you know, he's a qualifier from last year, didn't wrestle uh, in the invite. So, you know, he's tough. Um, He'll definitely um, make some noise in there. And if somebody's not ready to go, um, you know, he could pull an upset. You know, and and you throw in Stefan from Seymour, right? Sixth there last year, has experience wrestling at the invite, which to me always says a lot, too. I've seen a lot of really, really good kids the first time they get out and wrestle at the invite. Again, there's just... There's something about it, right? Mm-hmm. As I said in the interview, it's it's the, the granddaddy of them all. You know, it'd be the Rose Bowl <laughs> if it were a football game. So um, there's just something about it. So even sometimes the the the, the you know the guys that are up there that you think are going to wrestle really well, their first with the invite, it, it kind of 
and I don't know what it is about it, but it's just one of those things. The mystique, I guess. What? Yeah, nailed it on the mystique there. Yes, <laughs> that's the perfect word for it. <laughs> of quick note, I'm glad I was able to to find it here, but. At the Northeastern Conference the duels last week, Tomajevic beat Bastion 7-3, to which we spoke very highly of Bastion this year. And that's, that just shows where Tomajevic is at right now, too. Yeah, I don't know the to- total context behind the score, but it'd be fun to see those two battle it out again. Yeah, yeah you know, you could, again, not knowing how seedings are going to go, that could be your semifinal match to get to the final, right? You could see them as, as, as two, three seeds. We'll see. Who knows? All right. 138 pounds. Coach, good luck pronouncing the last name of this first guy here. <laughs> I think I've got that one mastered. I've been, I've been, I've been saying it quite a few times. Um, you know, four good quality kids there that are going to really, really battle for uh, to take four spots on the podium away from um, the other guys uh, in that are, you know, going to be in the bracket. Um, you know, uh, Bozeal, is that the correct pr- pronunciation mm-hmm. there? Um, fourth last year, fourth at state. So he comes in being uh, tied with Glinsky, who I believe is the one wrestler from Crandon who just got his 150th win. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, hey, and that that says a lot because, right? He would he have gone? He's a senior. He would yep. have had a, would he had a COVID year in there? Yep. Yes, yes, for sure. Right. So now you're talking about a wrestler who during COVID, at best. 15 matches. I look at my guys from the COVID year. That's about what they got. So if you're pulling up, I mean, we look at, and if you can get a hundred, if you had a COVID year, well, that's us, you know, a hundred has kind of always been the landmark, but in the landscape right now, that's, it's still a huge accomplishment. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong, but to get a hundred in a COVID, you know, career is amazing. Now you got a young man who's got 150. That that's tough. So, um, you know, that's, that is, uh, you know, he's going to be um, somebody to really look out for. But that being said, you know, Skiba has a five-three win over him at the at on the water, and that was a tough match. That was close. That was a battle. That was a war throughout. So, um, you know, to see those two go at it again, um, that'll be very entertaining. So, if that the bracket happens to fall that way, um, fans out there, make sure you don't miss that one because I guarantee it will be entertaining. You know, and you can't you can't. Um, Right off a of, uh, Luxembourg Casco, the Casco guy there with Delabru, third last year, sixth the state tournament. So you know that that's going to be wide open for who's going to end up on top. It I just got to say, this is the bracket with the top four. Maybe we'll find others along the way, but this one right now, so far, most likely is what I'd say if they wrestled it four times, you could see all four of these guys winning a championship and I wouldn't be befuddled by the result. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. A hundred percent, hundred percent, 144 pounds. All right. Um, you know, take a look at those guys that uh, are mentioned there in the write-up. You're bringing back three invite place winners, um, two state qualifiers, one who placed fourth, um, he looked it over. So maybe, maybe a lean towards Gross from Coleman being the highest state place winner um, returning. Um, you know, a senior coming through that program, they've wrestled a lot of big matches and, and lots of hammers to practice with in that room. So, you know, he'll be ready to go. 
Um, Murphy Bayer as a freshman up at you, you start getting up to this range and you're a freshman um, yep. competing and being mentioned with these guys. Um, you know, that says something that, that that's a pretty good accomplishment. So um, that'll be, uh, he'll definitely be somebody to look out for. Um, you know, there's a head to head. Denis from Crandon has a win over Harris, a nine, seven uh, sudden victory win. Um, also, I believe, um, is there, oh, Gross also has a win um, over Harris. So, you know, those guys kind of separate themselves um, from Grant. But, hey, he was fourth here last year. Um, so he's got some experience wrestling in tough matches there. So and I know I know he'll be ready to go. I've got a, a little bit to say um, with, with with his preparation. But, yeah, that, that, that also is a weight class where and no real clear cut. We're going to say, man, this guy's really head and shoulders above everybody. I think it, it could be – could be really tight um you know jared beck from casco was a runner-up last year you know, maybe maybe he's the guy that you can see being maybe a little bit of separation there but you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good bracket to watch we'll, we'll see how it goes coach i'm glad we finally got to one here i knew it was gonna be a matter of time but gross placing eighth at 138 at the invite placed fourth at state last year can there we is. say it was 138 pounds as a Pulaski invite tougher than the state tournament? <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I've been coaching here a long time and I, I tell my guys all the time, guys, the bracket you're going to wrestle in this weekend coming up will probably, you know, and it be tougher than your regional bracket without a doubt. You know, it's just cause you've got all three divisions um, represented and not just, all three divisions hammer teams from all three divisions. You look at the the team ranking. So yeah, um, th- these brackets are tough. You, when you, you get on the podium there, you get up in the in the top four, um, you beat some studs. Once we get to the podium round at state, I'm good friends with Jake Rebin, who runs the Husky Invite. And once people finish finishes come in at the state tournament, we'll text say, "Hey, this guy higher place at state than at the Husky Invite." So fun little fun little <laughs> thing cool. that we do. Kellen Ari placed at state higher at state twice than he did the Husky invite. Wow. So, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe all Husky to state team. I would say I'd call him. <laughs> Don't know what title we have for that yet. Still working on it. But anyways, <laughs> 150 pounds. Uh, look at that. There's a list of eight talented wrestlers right there that are, are mentioned in the, uh, in the little write-up. Um, you know, you've got an array of, of four place winners from last year. Um, not a lot of state qualifiers from the mix, just two. But, you know, Max Ronsman from Casco was your state runner up um, last year. And I'm not sure why he wasn't an invite play. If, if he was injured, didn't wrestle last year in the invite. I'm not sure. There must have been something there, but I didn't find that um, really as I was looking through. Um, so, you know, he might he might be the guy looking, you know, state runner up, might have a, a leg up on everybody else. You know, um, not to sound like a homer, but, you know, my guy, Henry Nybauer up there, uh, fourth at the invite last year, uh, state qualifier. He's got two losses on the year. None of them, neither of them to a Wisconsin wrestler. Um, those are all down at the Donnie Brook down in, in Iowa. Um, he's got a, a head-to-head, head-to-head win over Brady Krieger from Port Washington. He's got a four-to-nothing win over DeGroote from Kakana. Um, so showing that he, he's beat some of the, the good guys in that bracket. Um, you know, nice to see um, Andy go get a, a guy mentioned here on the list. They, yeah. they, they're not new this year. I think last year, or the year before, so they're they're fairly new to the invite. 
but it's nice to uh, – and there's going to be a couple more coming up later on. So it's nice to see some of these other teams that, that don't get mentioned a lot and all this to, to hate. We're going to bring in a couple hammers. We might not be loaded from top to bottom, but we're going to bring some guys that uh, will put their foot on the line and, and wrestle with all you guys. So um, it's nice to see that. Um, Kimmel from Coleman, uh, fifth last year. He'll definitely be someone um, to reckon with there. You know, and you got to point out the, the freshman, too, from, from Bayport, right? Again, you're getting up to 150 pounds, these these middleweights, and you're a freshman. You know, you're battling with mostly upperclassmen. So uh, to just to be mentioned in that group as someone to look out for in the bracket, um, that's pretty impressive in my book. Yeah, these yep. eight, eight or five of them are seniors, so it'll be fun to see how the underclassmen battle it out in here. And uh, Steve, and also, uh, again, folks going to be treated to a lot of fun matches in the quarter semis and uh, the consolation side as well. I also love the consolation setup too, Chris, where kids can get a lot of matches in on the day for sure. And you can, I think you can lose in the semis and still end up placing eighth if I they can look at the bracket, yeah, right? Yeah, I haven't looked at yeah, but I, I believe that if I remember the bracket from last year, yeah, that's definitely possible. Um, you know, and I look back at some of the notes from my write up there, you know, hey, um a lot of parody here, a lot of good guys. So a hey, seating is all it's a factor a lot, but you know, you look at those guys and the amount of guys there, the wrestler who comes with the right mindset and is ready to string multiple good matches together is the guy that's going to win. You can't come in there and say, you know what, i got to get Russell two good matches, a, a semi-match, and a final round match uh, and have my A game. You better bring your A game from the quarterfinals on or, or you're going to be on the backside of that bracket, I think, in a hurry. Steve, Anigo's mascot. Oh, that'd be the Redbirds, Teague. Redbirds or, or, or Red Robins. Red oh, Robin. Red. I Red thought Robin. it was the Redbirds. My fault. No. Jeez, Teague, Red I apologize. Robin. That's an old, old conference battle of mine. It would be the Blue Jays against the Red Robins. <laughs> you're oh, you're a Merrill guy, huh? That's right. I, I am. That. <laughs> All right, one hundred and fifty-seven pounds. All right. Um, again, a really, really nice field of uh, was there six six guys that I, I talked about. Um, four with um, state or excuse me with uh, medals from the Pulaski invite from last year two with state medals um, last year from at the Cole Center. Um, Liam Crook, um, that is one tough uh, sophomore. Well, I remember last year, and I've I've known Liam since he was, I think it's been probably maybe kindergarten or first grade. Um, and to see him, pictures of him, them, of him then and now, amazing. This guy has really worked himself into – a wrestling specimen to win it as a freshman at 160 pounds last year, take fifth in the state at 160 pounds at the division one level. He's good. Um, um, I I like his chances to, to run through this bracket quite honestly, but, uh, help me with the Coleman wrestlers last name. I never get this right. Oh man. I was just about to text Jason about this too, but I always say cooked up, but I'm wrong, but it might be cooked up. It's something like, hey, he, he's he's very good too. I mean, I, I remember watching his older brother wrestle. Now, you know, he had a brother, I think it was a year older. But hey, third oh, year right. last year, third at the state tournament. Um, I'm excited to see that match. That that could could really be a good one, you know. And, and you know, let's not overlook the other guys guys in there. There's another Andigo guy we just kind of talked about in the last weight class. So it's it's nice to see a, a red robin here in another weight class, and. Um, the Crandon, the young man from Crandon, a sophomore 
um, having a, having a pretty good season. So, you know, he, he he'll definitely come ready. I said that that program's rising. He's practicing with some hammers. Um, so we'll see we'll see what happens with with this one. And coach, you're right. There's a lot of great things to say about Crook. Crook probably could be coming in as the one seed, just like Mr. Peyton Lee from Kakana. I think we might have got the wires crossed on accident for a second there. But I think we did we jump to 165 without talking 157, oh. or is that just me? That <laughs> is that my fault? Because I was scrolling. I may have scrolled right by 157. Yeah. Chris, that's not your. It's not your fault at all. It's all Teagues. No, 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 no. I, I will take full. Yeah, I was just kind of scrolling, and I have my thoughts rolling here, and, and I'm, I'm just like the wrestlers, be a couple, couple moves ahead of the other guy, right? So I was, you know, <laughs> exactly. taking down the line a little bit. So I, I whoosh right back, um, right past 157. So, well, we got 165 covered now. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah, nailed it that. Is, it, it, <laughs> it is cook. It is cooked us. So. You know, it's funny too. I was going to chime in and I was going to chime in and go, wait a minute. I think we, something's wrong here. And, uh, Teague, Teague, we, Teague and I have our own little, uh, nonverbal communication system. So sure. I knew he's like, you just wait, we'll figure this out. <laughs> you could have just said, Chris, shut up and go back away class. We, we <laughs> <No>. missed somebody. <laughs> Chris. All right. Hey, let's go back and hit 157 because if you look at that, um, you know, only three hammers mentioned there at 57. But look at the accolades there. So um, might be a little light on the, the numbers of wrestlers listed, but definitely not on the quality. Um, Peyton Lee, right? Kona, uh, third at the invite last year. Kiel Pitkowski, how'd I do? From Denmark? Oh, shoot. I think that's about as close as you can get right I, there. I think Kiel so, P- too. Kiel Pitkowski. There you go. All right. Um, you know, Somebody will help uh, us in the comments. <laughs> a, so- a sophomore um, this year returning. You can see, so obviously a freshman last year um, took fifth at the invite. Again, we talked about that. That's a pretty pretty big accomplishment. And Brissette from Peshtigo, um, you know, third last year. Um, you know, I look at, at the, the young man from Denmark taking fifth last year at 138, and now he's up at 157. That's, that's a pretty good growth spurt. I'll be interested to to see, you know, is he is he six foot some uh, inches tall, or did he just get, uh, you know, real thick and find the weight room? So that'll be interesting. And you can see he's the only state qualifier um, in this pack of three. So I gotta say that you bring up a good point, Coach, with just three guys in this one. It doesn't matter which bracket it is, however many ranked guys there are. This is also a great tournament where guys that are peaking at the right time, whether they not be ranked or not have state accolades. For, for right. them to make a statement here and pick up a win over a guy that's on this list. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you've, I mean, I've kind of just touched on, on some of the studs that are mentioned out there around the state. There could be a guy right on the cusp that nobody's really talking about, but, and just because he hasn't shown up on anybody's radar, maybe hasn't, uh, you know, caught the attention of people at the right tournaments, who knows, that is extremely talented and just comes in and at any of these weight classes, you know, except for where you've got, you know, a state champ or somebody who's, you know, is, is just lights out, comes in and just blows up the bracket. And then everybody's sitting there. Well, what was coach Genrick talking about in his write up? He didn't even talk about this guy and he just went in and, and stomped everybody. But yeah, you know, and this is the, the typical weight class, just like you said, um, it's good. they're always fun to watch because, 
it could be one of these three. It could be somebody in that bracket that nobody's really ever heard of and just comes in, gets hot at the right time, and just goes on a run. And and you see it, you get hot now, and you'll see guys that, boy, you look back, where'd this guy come from, man? He wasn't even mentioned, and now he's on the podium at the Cole Center. And you go back, well, go back to that last weekend in January. You can see he got hot right here and ran through the Pulaski invite. Mm-hmm. Maybe didn't win it, but placed pretty high, and he just kept that momentum going. So always a fun time of year to see those guys step up. 100%. Next weight class up of whichever one Chris wants, I guess. You know, we're just going. <laughs> hey, hey, you said I was running the show, right? Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. I guess you're always right. I'm going to bite you a little bit there. <laughs> All right. Hey, we've talked 165. Let's go 175. Um, we got, uh, what, seven guys mentioned there. And again, Look at the depth in this weight class. I am I'm excited for this one. You know, sometimes you 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 think ahead and you're like, man, where's your um most valuable wrestler gonna come from? You know, 150, 175, those are two because everyone says, Well, sometimes you gotta be in the right bracket to win that most valuable wrestler, right? You gotta have some competition to run through. I, I think whoever comes out on top of this bracket uh had a heck of a day. Um, you look at it. There's there's five uh, place winners returning. Not ma- not many sta- state accolades there. Uh, just the one from Patrick Moore um, from uh, Freedom, and he placed fourth at the invite last year. But but you're looking at uh, you know all juniors and seniors except for Sprangers up there. Um, the lone sophomore. I know there's a head to head matchup with Needham and Sprangers. That was a five four. Um, overtime win uh, for Sprangers um, may have been a, a a controversial call there or not, but hey, <laughs> it was called, and it, it, it is what it is. But that that was a great match, and 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 I'm I'm sure both wrestlers are excited to hopefully um, run that one back again, if not this week, next week, uh, maybe at the conference tournament. Um, you know, uh, Sam Schultz from Casco, um, he's tough. He's having a, a good year. Um, the Bayport wrestler has a four, three win, um, over Nowak from, from Coleman. All right. And, um, you know, he also has a split with Schultz. So, um, you know, uh, they're one and one together there, you know, and it's looking at things and I have written in my comments here, this is another one. And you alluded to it before you can wrestle this 10 different times and you could have totally different top eight place winners at all 10 times you wrestle it. So again, it's going to be the preparation and the mindset of whoever comes in here to get through that gauntlet of, of all that talent that's uh, going to find themselves on top. I got to say, I personally, uh, just as a fan, am rooting for a Kakana-Hortonville rematch in the finals here, but the talent in this weight class makes that by far from a guarantee of happening. Yeah. It's, you know, it's crazy. Again, you know, I, I try to get all my personal bias out of it, and you might think I'm going the, the Needham route, but I've known Patrick Moore forever, about the same amount of time I've known uh, Liam. So, and I, I'm a big fan. Um, he, he's tough. He's a good wrestler. He's a good kid. So, you know, um, you know, I would like to see that matchup you talked about too, Teague, but um, that means somebody, one of those two is going to have to probably take out, uh, have a, a match with Moore and get through that one. So it's going to be a tough bracket. Whoever wins it is is going to be very well deserving of the invite title. Chris, when you brought up that match, and we don't need to bring it talk about it too much, but when he said 
You know, it may have been a controversial call at the end. Is it one of those calls where, depending on who I ask, it's right or not? It's, it's just a, it's that close of a call. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. And I and I think you know, if there's people out there that know me, if there's any official officials that know me, um, you know, I'm usually pretty honest, right? Yeah. And I, you know what? Even if it's against me, you know, hey, and it, it's happened several times where I've had assistant coaches next to me, and a call went the other way against us, and they start get, getting high. I'm like. And I'll just turn. It was the right call. Mm-hmm. It was the right call. We came out on the short. Just because we came out on the short end doesn't mean it wasn't the right call. You know, the ref did a great job, made the right call. This call was it. It's one of those, and we've seen a few of them this year. We've seen a few last year where you get in on a shot and you get somebody up in the air on a double leg and you return them. Hey, you pick a guy's feet off the mat. You're in a 50-50 situation every time. You know, you better make sure you bring them down. Uh, uh, nicely and make sure that that the official doesn't have a, a reason and 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 I, I hope this doesn't come off on me uh blaming the official because as soon as it happened you know what i said i said it was the right call and why you know how it was the right call because the official made it that's what it was the official didn't didn't win or lose that match for us you know i, I always hate that i'm kind of getting off of my soapbox now there are oh, a million <laughs> different things that happen in a match long before that call was made that could have affected that outcome differently well, and yeah. you seem like a type of guy, Chris, where maybe after the match, it's like, hey, we, we just don't leave it up to the official, right? That's, oh. It's one of those, de- yeah. hundred percent, you know, and just it, with the Packer game, everybody wants to say, oh, that kicker, he missed the field. Hey, how about the pick six? The, the probable pick yeah. six we probably should have had, you know, missing right. it on fourth down. Everybody wants to remember the last thing that happened, and and, and it's so easy to blame somebody else, but – Hey, you know, a match is six minutes, seven minutes long. Sometimes you get into overtime. There's a lot of things in there that that can be changed. You know, uh, I know, I know personally, our guy has used it as motivation um, all year long to just work harder in the room and get better. And just knowing, hey, we we might not see him this weekend, but we know we're gonna, we're going to see him at the conference tournament. We're going to see him at the regional tournament. And hopefully, if things go well, we we see him at the sectional tournament too. So we've got Maybe a lot of four or five times, yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> right. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of wrestling between those two uh, left to come, and, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's just a little tangent on 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 those two. So that was, it was fun stuff there, Coach. 190 yeah. pounds. All right, a um, lot, lot lot of studs in, in this one too. We're looking at six guys that we we kind of laid out in the. Uh, in the write-up, I think uh, Shonebeck from Casco um, is kind of the guy that, if at first glance, that you have to say maybe has separated himself from the rest of the pack. Runner-up last year and a state runner-up. Um, I like watching him wrestle. I don't get to see him a ton of times um, throughout the year, but uh, I think he's a, he's a fun guy to watch. Um, Woosencraft from Pulaski, again, the Pulaski Mystique. Um, you know, he'll have on his side of his, his, on his home mat and his home gym with all the crowds behind the crowd behind him. So maybe he can step up and, and get on that top spot. I remember seeing for the first time last year, Armin Deres from Port Washington, um, kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't, hadn't really heard much about him, um, until last year at the invite and all of a sudden he came out there and, and wow, this, this kid's really good and found himself, you know, taking home. Um, an invite medal from last year. Um, so he, he's one that he'll come. He's going to, he's going to scrap. 
uh, well coached down there at Port Washington, uh, like their coach. Um, so he'll come ready to, to, to battle. Um, you know, Freedom's got a young man there um, that's going to come in. Um, you know, he's practicing with Patrick Moore every night, so he'll be prepared and, and be ready to go. And then Wes Bieber from the long line of, of Bieber wrestlers up there in Coleman. So um, it, it's it's going it's to be interesting, um, you know, but like I said, I think Shonebeck is going to be the one that uh, maybe has the edge over everybody else. And it, it might be his tournament um, to lose. Everybody else is, is probably chasing him, but we'll see. As they say, um, that's why they wrestle the matches. Yes, sir. Coach, how about this a 215-pound weight class? Another weight class wow. where you just look at and say, wow. Hey, you know, I'm just scrolling through. Uh, I'm not going to skip 215, but if you if you happen, I know you're probably looking at the right there. Hey, 215 and 285, would you ever have dreamt we'd have that many guys we'd be talking about at those two weight classes? That's, that's crazy. That's awesome. It's loaded here. Um, with Don't leave guys. early, folks. No. That's right. Um, you know, seven guys that I kind of talk about um, a little bit in the preview, and um, five of them are invite place winners. Four of them have state tournament experience. Um, Port Washington, give me his last name, guys, because I, I – Garrett. Kofchinski. Uh, Kofchinski. Kofchinski. Again, we talk about last year as a freshman wrestling 220, and he wins the Pulaski invite goes to the state tournament and places third, you know, that's, that, that's tough to do. So he's very talented. Um, he's going to be a hard out. Um, I was fortunate enough to see Connor Thomas wrestle earlier this year at the, uh, on the water tournament. He's also a very talented wrestler, a state runner up. Um, you know, you, we can just keep going down this Henry Vanderheiden from freedom, you know, third at the invite in the state qualifier. <laughs> he's, He's high quality. Uh, Lice Gang from Seymour, fifth here last year. Uh, Weege from Casco, a runner-up last year here. There's another freshman showing up there at 220, right? Uh, Preston Krieger from New London. You know, I've known Preston for a long time, too, and I've got to see him wrestle a couple times. Um, you know, he's as good as advertised. Um, I wasn't quite sure. I mean, he was rolling through people at the, the youth and middle school level. Um, yeah. And obviously, he stepped right in here at the high school level and is continuing uh, to do the same thing. And, and Otto from Coleman, uh, sixth place last year at the invite and a state qualifier. So you're looking, looking at a lot of really talented wrestlers right there. You know, you got to think, um, you know, the, the young man from Port Washington is probably your favorite. But I, I see him and Thomas really having a battle um, if they meet. And, but like I said, any of those guys can beat anybody. It's going to who comes in with the right mindset. Uh, who maybe catches a break, uh, you know, so I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see how that one turns out. I know there's, there's a few head to heads in there where, where Krieger has come out on the, on the, the losing end of two or three of them, but you know, he's going to come in there and battle uh, for, for, for a young guy, um, you know, so, you know, Thomas has got some, Connor Thomas has some wins again over a couple of the guys there in the bracket. So, you know, it, it's going to be fun and, and we'll, we'll see. Um, any of these could 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 go either way. Um, so I see uh, Thomas has a, a two to one uh, win over Lice Gang, you know. So that's that's razor thin, um, sure. you know. So I'm talking about Thomas, who maybe is the second best guy, or is going to give uh, a shot at the title. Well, there he's barely uh, 
a two to one win against the sophomore from from Seymour. So those are easily matches that are flip flop. So it's going to be a battle. There'll be some close matches there, and probably another one where throw the names in a hat, shake them around, and pull one out, oh. and you might end up with a different winner every time. Well, and how about this, guys? Thomas Vanderheiden, Lee's gang. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, Lee's gang and Krieger all in the same regional. Oh my! Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Feel bad for that fifth place kid if they right. all end up at that weight. Yeah, yeah. You 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 might. I don't know. Uh, that might be just as bad if you go to two eighty five. Might you might see two fifteen pounders going up a weight class to to get out of that mess. Fair, 100%. fair. Well, yeah, because uh, <laughs> then you got Waggy from Luxembourg Casco on the other side. You know, for the section right. waiting for him. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. It's Coach, crazy. you did a good job speaking to the talent on that one. Just got to tie up a loose end from our recap show on Sunday. Steve, we okay. were talking about Coleman's four four pairs of siblings from last year. We had yep. Kukta, we had Noak, we had Bieber, and it was Otto that we missed. Okay. Yep. Did you go back he and find that? Brother or brother. Right when I saw oh, Otto's know. name, that's, I knew what ah, it was. I got yep. you, got you. There it is. Yeah, you'll see him. We'll talk about him here coming up in the next weight class here. Hey, Teague, uh, and just so everybody knows, um, I'm going to let these guys – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on for as long as I can, but I, I don't want to miss trivia on you. I got an impossible trivia question for you, and if it hits 8 o'clock and these guys are still going, everybody, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, uh, click out without even saying anything. I'm out of here, and Chris, I uh, do appreciate you coming on. Teague, I have an impossible oh, trivia for question me. for you. You ready? Yeah. This is from 2013 because that's the year – that Teague first started doing uh, his savant stuff with wrestling, right? Everything before 2013, he knows nothing. He doesn't know who uh, Ben Peterson is with the Peterson role. He doesn't know who uh, – uh, oh, McElravey. Yeah, I have a guy you didn't know. Uh, McElravey. Uh, <laughs> Lincoln McElravey. I mean, it's like you asked Teague anything before 2013, and uh, he has no clue. He, had, he didn't even know who Ben Askren was, for crying out loud. So, um, <laughs> you know. I'm just ripping that. That's totally. <laughs> but in 2013, Teague, who what who won the Pulaski invite? In 2013? Yes, was, 2013. Was, wait, did, did you say Wausau West went there, Chris? Um, they were there in 2012 for sure. They may, I cannot recall, and I, so I'm not trying to be elusive and not give anything away. I cannot remember if. I barely remember what I did last week, much less in 2013. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here, but Kakana also had that team that almost beat Wausau West. And I know Luxembourg had it, it, just their run at the start of the 2010s in general. I'm going to go out on a limb, though, and I'm going to say O'Connell Falls. Teague, I hit. Oh, man, I had to do everything I could to keep my face from not showing any type of emotion. I'm not giving you the point, even though I am impressed. You brought up their name. You should have stopped. You don't want to test when they say you you, you see go a Scantron test and you have B down and then you you erase it and you go to C and you get the Scantron test back and you're like, crap, I should have went with my original answer. T, you should have said Wausau West in 2013 was the champion. So if you go back, I was I was scrolling through it while you guys were talking. They had like four or five champs and some of the names on there. I'm like, holy cow. They yeah. were impressive. So, T, yes. I thought Chris uh, said they weren't there in 2013. I said I didn't were. know. Hey, 
Teague, don't throw Chris under the bus. He's our guest. Guests are always right. He did a good job. He said they were there in 2012, and he was not sure if they were there in 2013. Yeah, we're, we're, we're 10 minutes out from a segment where we talked about not doing excuses, so that is my bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about that heavyweight class, though, guys? Uh, yeah. Good trivia, Steve. You yes. Yeah, that was that was good. I, I had no idea, and, and so yeah, that was good. Um, you know, look, look, look at these guys, um, seven, eight guys on there, whatever it is. Um, three returning place winners from the invite, a champ from the invite, uh, two guys with state tournament experience. Um, Hunter Vander Heiden from freedom, who was a champ here last year, uh, also brought home a medal from the Cole center. Um, a lot of really talented guys. I'll, I'll dive into it a little bit deeper, but you know, I just have to say, you know, I can say this because I'm an ex-big man myself, right? And they hold a special place in my heart. Hey, don't leave your seats. Stay there. Watch these guys wrestle. Everybody's in a big rush to go out and get their world-famous polar sausage right from the concession stand. Don't don't leave, right? Wait till there's a break because you're going to want to see these big, strong, athletic men uh, wrestle uh, because I've seen a lot of these guys wrestle. I've known a few of them for a long time. Um, this is a good group of guys, and, and and they're not just big and strong, but they're athletic and can wrestle. Um, that being said, you know, I might just kind of look at it, and I dove down into some uh, head-to-head matchups. Uh, Vander Heiden, right, your fourth-place finisher last year, and your only guy who ha- has a state medal. He's got a pin over Lawrence and Otto, right? Makes, okay, so all right, he's shown not just a win, but a pretty dominant uh, fashion over two guys that are in a hunt for the title. But then you look a little bit deeper, and uh, Nehemiah, right? Uh, we tried to get his name right beforehand from Kakana. Linda Bea. Linda, Linda Bea. Thank you. I, I, I didn't want to disrespect the young man and, and really uh, do a poor job with it. Um, you know, you look at him, and, well, you look, he has a decision over Vanderheiden, four to three. So, you know, who's your front runner there? I don't know. And and, and the thing is, with heavyweights, um the margin for error is is razor thin, right? A one little slip, one miss misstep, a little out of balance, and and you've got a big man pushing you in the other direction. So, you know, um, things can change in a hurry. You know, um, a guy you pinned last week might it could just as easy go the other way um, this week. So that'll be that'll be a very competitive uh, weight class. I know Warden from Bayport. He uh, he's solid. Um, we'll definitely have some say in what's happening. And Otto from Coleman, um, you know, he'll definitely be in the mix too. You know, and and also, I mean, Lawrence, I mean, he's he he's very, very good. Yeah, Bander Hyden beat him, but we just got through saying heavyweight matches seem to to turn on a dime sometimes. So, um, hey, stay in your seats because uh, you're going to want to see these big guys get after it. And the funny thing about this is Nehemiah, who could end up with the one seed, might be the least big of the big men in this grouping. Without a doubt, he is a (laughs) – there's nothing tiny about Nehemiah, but uh, compared to these other other guys out there, yeah, I I don't – I did look at his weigh-in sheet the other day simply because I wanted to know what he weighed, and and it wasn't much. I don't know if it was 220 maybe. (laughs) I don't know. He's he's not big, but, you know, that's just that, hey, technique, wrestling skills, being a good athlete – um, you know, it's a whole package that makes makes a good wrestler. Well, Coach, that's what we have for the Pulaski Invite Preview. 
Pretty quick for us. It was about an hour-long episode. I guess just the, the last question for you on your team so far. We want to get Steve in with the whole preview. I'm sure he'll tune in for this last part later on when we release the podcast. But just thoughts on your team so far this year, what the plans are going forward. And, yeah, let's we'll talk a little polar bear wrestling while we have you on. I see you are repping white in honor yeah. of a polar bear. There you go. Um you know, I think we're right where we uh, where we want to be this time of year. Um, eight and one right now. No, seven and one right now in the conference. We got a, our last conference duel with Appleton North um, tomorrow night. You know, had a big win. Uh, I think there were seventy two teams that on the water this year managed to uh, wrestle a real good tournament and come out on on top there. Um, you know, and and have have had real good showings at other tournaments um, throughout the season. But I, I like our team. I like our kids. They are totally bought into the uh, process and and to the plan. Uh, getting better every day. Um, you know, I I kind of a creature of habit. Of habit. I I this is a true story. I have just about every single practice plan from 22 years of coaching filed away. So I will go back and look at stuff and and I think I have a pretty good formula down. Uh, for this time of year, that we stay pretty much in a, a routine to get our guys to peak at the right time, and, and I see that happening in, in the room again uh, this year. Um, we've got we don't know we've got a couple guys that may or may not go down uh, a weight class to maybe sure things up a little bit, but you know right now I, I, I think we're practicing hard, and you know and we talked about Keegan earlier. Something I really took from training him and working with him um, the last couple of years. It's be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're not chasing other people. We're not chasing other wrestlers. We're not training to beat this guy, that guy. We're training to be the best version of ourselves. And I, I just mentioned the other day and I took it. I didn't know way that I it, come up with this on my own. Uh, we're chasing greatness. We're not chasing other wrestlers. We're, we're chasing greatness. We just want to be great wrestlers, whatever that means, wherever that puts us at the end of the year, right? We're going to be 1% better every day than we were. And, and, you know, every time we hit the mat, if we're the best version of ourselves, that's that's all I can ask of these young men. So that's where we're at. Coach, that is the perfect thing uh, to end on. It's it's clear to tell by your writing and just from our interactions with you that you're a great person. And, I mean, that right there explains why we are so fortunate to have you coach in, in a high school wrestling room in Wisconsin. And the, the results are starting to show, too. The results aren't the most important thing, right? But – that's correct. It is nice to see that gratification on the mat as well. So right. Chris, thank you again for coming on the show. It's fun to talk about not only Pulaski invite wrestling, but just wrestling with you in general, Mr. Leon Scheller letting it, he echoes the sentiments that you did a great job. And in terms of what we're doing, you know, where Chris is going to be this weekend, head over <laughs> to Pulaski and check out that tournament I'm going to be doing Holman versus Aquinas tomorrow. That's going to be a really fun MVC matchup where Aquinas, they are a very good team, but you don't count out Holman in their home gym. So I'm going to fortunately be on the mic for that one. I'll share the links for that. Don't know where I'll be this weekend yet. My car's having some issues, so I might just be stuck in the middle of Wisconsin somewhere. We'll, we'll see how things shake out with that. Steve's going to be in Deerfield. So if you're in Deerfield, say hi to him. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And until next time, we will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>